Welcome to the Kate Take Podcast with me, your host, Kate Brown. I'm a millennial mama, wife, health and business mentor, and currently in the wonderful, messy middle, navigating the ups and downs of life, entrepreneurship, and building big dreams. At the age of 24, I decided I wanted more from life and a career and stepped into the world of building a part-time business alongside my teaching career. I was able to grow that part-time business into a full-time endeavor, and here I am seven years later. Along the way, I've had a lot of fun, I've failed, I've learned, I've grown a lot, and you know what? I want you to do the same. I know what it's like to want more from life, but not know where to start. I know what it's like to want to reach that next goal, but feel like it's taking forever to get there. I know what it's like to navigate the messy middle and try to figure out your next steps, and that's what the Kate Take is all about, to help take you from inspiration into action every single day, taking one step forward to build your dream life. Each week, I'll share my take or an inspiring guest take on life, business, motherhood, growth, and every single thing in between. All right, you ready? Let's do the damn thing. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Kate Tig Podcast. It's Kate, and I'm so pumped that you are here today. Today's episode is a part two drop of me laying it all out, spilling all the tea on the healing journey, the health journey, all the things journey um, that I have been on lately. So if you haven't listened to part one, go back to that. I kind of dove into the first piece of this journey through therapy, EMDR, um, physical therapy, and then some energetic work that I did. And on this half of the podcast, part two, I'm going to dive into a lot of stuff I've been doing with my nutrition changes, gut health, um, some supplements that I've been adding in, and my kind of next steps in this. Um, Before we dive into today's content, I want to remind you again to always consult with your primary care doctor, your physician, your dietitian, whoever it is, before you go and make any drastic medical changes. This podcast is not medical advice. I'm just sharing my experience, and I hope that you can find some empowerment through this. So with that, let's dive right on into today's episode. my friend. Welcome back to the Kate Take Podcast. I'm so excited to dive into part two. It is so funny doing this kind of work, being an entrepreneur, um, doing it on top of being a mom and a wife and all the things. Because when I recorded the first part of this episode, I was like, oh, I'll sit down and record this episode. And then all of a sudden it was daycare pickup time. And so it's a few days later, I'm back at my desk, I'm back recording, and I'm really excited to continue this conversation of this health um, and healing journey that I have been on lately. So Let's dive right on in. Um, In part one, I sort of explained this click that I had in listening to Jenna Kutcher's podcast with her episode with her dietitian to really rethink of how we look at health and not looking at it as separate entities, not looking at it as, oh, here's the fitness part, here's the nutrition part, here's the spiritual part, and really more so connecting it and visualizing a large tree, you know, with that base, that solid base and these branches that kind of come out from that. And that base is your health. And these branches are all the different parts of it. And I just think that that's such a great way to look at this. And so, like I said, in the first part, we kind of talked about the emotional side of that health with therapy, EMDR. We talked about the physical piece of this, adding in pelvic floor PT on top of what I already was doing, partnering with body and using their amazing platform of workouts the energetic and spiritual side of it, which went a little bit woo-woo, but truly 
it's a piece of it, that branch. And now today we're going to kind of dive into the nutrition supplement side of things and that nutrition piece of health, um, as well as social media and just like other quote unquote things. So let's dive into it. Here is something I want to preface with. I, when it comes to nutrition, have ebbed and flowed with this over the years. I have a very, um, I think like most millennial women, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, I think a lot of millennial women have had a fraught relationship when it comes to nutrition, dieting, food. You know, we were raised in like the pinnacle peak of diet culture. I mean, who here did the special K diet? Who remembers doing that in high school where literally the special K diet was eating special K? multiple times a day. Like, you know, so I think when it comes to the conversation of nutrition, it's always, um, it can be a touchy subject, I think for a lot of us. And I don't know if you ever feel this way, but you know, I have some friends in my life who they're never self-conscious. They never worried about eating the piece of cake or the piece of pizza. They were like so nonchalant if they didn't work out. And I just remember looking at those women in my early 20s, specifically like, wait a minute, you eat pizza without guilt? You mean you don't go run literally eight miles afterwards so that you burn it off? What? Like you can eat dessert without feeling guilty? Like that used to be my mindset so much. And I have been so open and shared, you know, for the past seven years of what really was the catalyst to my change in nutrition were beach body programs. Now I'm going to use the word body because our company as a whole has realized that the word beach body plays into that imperfection culture, into that diet culture. And that's not what beach body's about. Um, they've, you know, I've had people say, oh, beach body and talk shit about it. But at the root of it, for me, it's always been about the community. The community has kept me going. The community keeps me excited. I've always loved doing this alongside other women and leading my groups and meeting them through coaching. And, um, you know, it's, And the nutrition programs, like that's what got me started as a coach was I was training for a marathon and I needed help with my nutrition. And so I want to give credit where credit is due because I know that, you know, and I'll be honest, people have given Beachbody a bad name. Sometimes people talk shit about the programs, but, um, or the meal plan specifically, but it has done nothing but help me. And again, like I said, in part one of this episode, it gave me the baseline of health down. It was the first time that I got away from counting calories. It was the first time that I really learned how to incorporate things like, oh, I am going to have some pizza or I am going to have, you know, food isn't good or bad food. Just, you know, it kind of fits into these categories of how it serves your body and how it, you know, can help you be healthier and how you you can still have both. Um, and where I'm at now on my health journey, it's needed some supplementation and it's needed some changes on how to better my nutrition. And that makes sense, right? Because if you are 31 years old and you started your own health journey at 24 or 23, you know, I was 24 when I really started this, of course, my body is going to have different needs as a 31 year old postpartum mom, a toddler mom, like you know, aging, like your needs are going to ebb and flow and change. And that's, again, the whole point of me sharing this healing journey that I've been on and really focusing on my health is for you to realize like one, build that baseline of health so that you can dig deeper in these other areas that might need help and support. And two, to really think about 
it's okay to change and it's okay to add things in that you need. This is not about taking away. And I'm going to kind of very surface level cover the nutrition stuff because um, I have the episode 108 with Shelby Colzer. She talks about these things and upcoming soon to really dive into the gut health piece of it. Um, I have a hormone nutrition coach, Michaela Stoner. That episode will be dropping very soon. And it's where I got a lot of basis for tweaking and adding on to what I was already doing with the Beachbody programs. Um, but it was about last year in March when I started kind of getting the wheels turning on like what's going on with my gut. And I did Beachbody's four week gut protocol program. I really stand by the program. I think it's great. I don't necessarily think it's something to do super, super long-term, but it it really got me going on like, what is an anti-inflammatory diet? What does it mean to you know, eat more vegetables or add in things like add in digestive enzymes, um, really focus on what does make me feel good and what makes me feel not as good and not as energetic. And so if you, um, you know, if you've heard the buzzword of gut health, again, we're going to cover this in depth with Michaela Stoner, but basically it was around March last year that I started to dive into my gut health. And now it's really been recently, like I said, in the last four or so months where I've really realized what works well for me in what anti-inflammatory eating looks like for me. And a big driver for me with the gut health is when um, my mental health was suffering and struggling. Um, Like I mentioned before, end of 2022, December, early part of um, January, 2022, my mindset was in a very dark place. I opened the lid of all this stuff in therapy and some of my perfectionist tendencies that I've been working through, through therapy. Um, Again, I'm just going to be really real in here. You know, we're thinking about kid number two, a couple negative pregnancy tests, like things like that were making me be like, I just feel like shit. Um, I had missed some goals at the end of the year. My mental health was just not good. Um, And compound that on the time of year where we're usually eating more treats and having more alcohol and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, I just knew that I really needed to dive back into that. So I went back to my gut protocol style of eating through Beachbody. And then I added in some supplements. And so I'm going to give you a rundown of the supplements that I have been adding into my diet, which, you know, I've added these things in probably about a month ago or so. And again, this is why I'm saying this, this episode is not like medical advice, go add all these things in. Um, I'm still at the tip of the iceberg with this. And I'm actually super excited because I'm like, man, it'll be fun to record this episode again, like a year from now to see where I'm at with all of these pieces of the puzzle of health and healing. Uh, But I am really starting to notice that this is compounding in my energy levels, my mood, um, like things like my skin, my nails, my hair. Um, all those things, like it really is proving to me, like, again, I had a great base level going into nutrition with things like the gut protocol meal plan, things like Shakeology is such an amazing supplement. Like I've used that for seven years. I'll never not use it. And again, that abundance mindset, there were some things I needed to add in. So here's what I've added in. And again, we'll go in depth with this with Michaela, but two Brazil nuts a day. I heard this from Shelby. I saw it on TikTok a few times. Um, I'm going to dive into the fact that I saw an acupuncturist here soon. Um, She brought this up and I'm like, okay, I got to get some fucking Brazil nuts up in here. So two Brazil nuts a day. Um, I've added those into just like my daily lineup of supplements They benefit your health in several ways. They can regulate your thyroid gland. They can reduce inflammation. They can support your heart, your brain, your immune system. And they give you your full requirements of selenium, 
um, it's a rich source of that that you need in the day. Like two of them cover what we need for that mineral. And most of us are deficient in that mineral. Um, I also have added in two beef liver liver <laughs> capsules a day. Um, and again, Michaela has a link for those. And so when her episode drops, I will be linking her link so you can get a discount. That's where I ordered these through, but beef liver is a great source of vitamin A and B12. Um, vitamin A is super vital to our immune system, to our reproduction health. Um, and while it's also great for like your vision, your skin, the functioning of your organs, and then things like your heart and your kidneys. And let me just segue and and sideline here of where we're going of, um, like I said, I've had this inflammation in my body lately as I've sort of been going through this trauma and just things have changed. And a lot of this goes back to like your kidney function, your thyroid function. And I am waiting to hear back from I've, and again, this is where you have to be an advocate for yourself. If something doesn't feel right, push it, go to someone who will listen to you. I have now sent like three notes in my, my chart to my doctor to get a blood test, to go check my thyroid and my hormones. And I have not heard back from them. And they certainly are going to hear from me again today. Um, and I think sometimes when we, want to change something or we feel like something's wrong and we know that we need help from somebody else like a doctor or something like that we get nervous about being annoying but be annoying (laughs) like if something doesn't feel right and you want to advocate for yourself then go bug the people that you need to bug right so um the beef liver and you know the brazil nuts both of those things really support 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 like the thyroid health and that's kind of where um you know as i've been getting help from all these different people is making me wonder if something's off with my thyroid and i will talk about that in a second um another thing that i have added in is cod liver oil um again you can order that through the link that i will have for um from at kayla stoner's episode coming up here i actually just got mine at fresh time which is like a health foods um, store here in minneapolis area um but cod liver oil has similar benefits to the beef liver um and again it's just like that really good extra vitamins and minerals and nutrients that your body is probably deficient in Um, the last thing that I've been really adding in is these digestive enzymes. I started taking these last March when I did the gut protocol for the first time and they greatly helped with inflammation, bloating, all of that. And, you know, prebiotics, probiotics, both of those things work in tandem together. And again, your gut is such a center. It's your second brain. It's your second, you know, it's where your happiness comes from. And so if you are backed up literally figuratively, if you're stuck literally and figuratively, like you got to get your gut health going and get your digestion back on track. And I, I will link in the show notes, the two digestive enzymes that I take every single day. I take them twice a day, once in the morning, and then once more like end of the afternoon. Um, and again, what I'm noticing is my inflammation is going down. It's not where I want it to be yet, Um, but these things are supporting me in, like I said, my energy levels, my mood. And, you know, I've, I've been kind of tracking all of this and really trying to take into account of, okay, why am I feeling better than I was in December slash January? And when I look at it, a huge piece of it was going back to gut protocol style of eating, adding in these, um, you know, these things like the beef liver, the cod liver oil, the digestive enzymes, adding those things back in. And it's been, you know, a consistent few months here now of making those changes. 
And I'm like, hmm, it's the compound effect. We don't feel the changes immediately when we're making them on anything, even therapy. I have a therapy appointment today and I'm like, I don't want to go. <laughs> I don't feel like going. I don't want to bring up like bad feelings, but it's like, okay, Kate, like you can either keep it stuck inside of you, which has clearly not helped, or you can go move through it. You can go, you know, face the music, go to therapy today, get it over with, get it done with, get what you want from it. And the reason that that's going to be beneficial is I might not feel the benefit of this therapy session today. In fact, most of the time I go to therapy, I feel like shit afterwards, but six months from now, when I'm way more healed and way more happy from all this work, it's going to be very worth it. And so just don't forget that. And I tell this to my clients all the time. I sing this all the time to the women in my boot camps and quite frankly, the women building their businesses, partnering with me. It's like, oh, you did this for a month and you expect a major fucking result. No, give me six months. Give me 12 months. Give me 36 months. Then we can have a conversation if this works or not. But this bullshit, like we are a uh, instant pot society, but it really takes a crock pot to build these dreams to get healthy. We just have to have some more patience. So these implementation of these supplements have really started to make a difference, especially even to, I always notice where I'm at in my cycle. And if you want a great episode to go back and listen to cycle syncing, I'll link that in the show notes too, because I've had a cycle syncing expert on this podcast. God, aren't you so lucky that I bring you all the best guests? Um, but you know, it's like, mm, where I'm at my cycle now, I should probably be a little crankier or crabbier, but I'm actually feeling so, so good. So I think those supplements are helping a ton. And Michaela's going to really peel that back when her episode drops. Okay. So the nutrition branch, we're at the nutrition branch. Again, I'm adding on to what already was working very well for me, which was following the nutrition protocol from, you know, the programs that I love that I help women use adding in things to that style of eating. It's not a takeaway. It's not this bullshit diet culture stuff. It's the abundance additional mindset is really going to help you. And it's really helped me heal. And it's also helped me heal so many parts of those old diet culture, negative things that I've gone through, which I think we've all gone through. An addition mindset just feels really good. All right. If we move on to like, I was thinking about like, okay, we've kind of gone through these branches. We've gone through like the emotional, the spiritual, the physical, we've gone to the nutrition branch. And like, I think the next branch of this health, we're going to file under like maybe like miscellaneous. I don't really know what the category could be. Maybe this category of health is like overall well-being. Um, so the first thing is I've really been focusing on my sleep in a very profound way. And again, you know, I'll hear someone complain about they're not losing weight. They're like, oh, but I'm going to the gym all the time. It's like your workouts are like the last thing that's going to, if you're going for a weight loss goal or just health goal, like I always tell my, my clients, I'm like, it's really about your sleep, your nutrition, your mindset, your workouts. Like if we were going to line up the order of importance, you you can't outwork any of those things. Your workouts are not going to be supported if you're eating like crap. Your your eating is not going to be supported if you're not sleeping. And, you know, your mindset plays into all of this stuff because you can't achieve results you want physically if what's going between your two ears is dark, negative, just not a good place, right? 
So I'm like, okay, I really needed to focus on sleep because I found myself in a really bad pattern of like late night scrolling on TikTok. If I'm just being quite frank and honest, like I've been trying to build my business over there, but it's a freaking highly entertaining. And I know it's like the most addictive app for a reason. And I was just like in this really bad cycle of like scrolling just way too late at night. And then my brain was so busy and it was like hearing TikTok sounds when I was laying in bed. I was like, this is not okay. Um, And the funny thing was I have been taking this specific sleep aid since July of last year. And it's like, that only works, Kate, if you're not freaking like scrolling TikTok before you go to bed. So I have continued to, let's talk about the sleep aid. I take a sleep aid every single night. I take two capsules called Last Thing. It is a product in my catalog. Um, And I've always been someone that like has wanted to take sleep aids because I know like, you know, magnesium and all that kind of stuff can help you sleep well um, or like melatonin, but I have a visceral reaction to melatonin. I feel hungover no matter what. I hate it. Even if I take this like five milligrams, I'm like dying the next day. So when our company launched this sleep aid, I was very hesitant because I was like, "Mm, there's 1.5 milligrams or whatever of melatonin in it. I'm not sure if that's going to work for me, but I figured I'd give it a try. And this sleep aid works very well when you're not scrolling TikTok until 11 p.m. at night. (laughs) Um, So I take two of those every single night, about an hour before bed. Um, I also additionally before bed have a um, Chinese herb that I'm taking um, that was recommended to me through my acupuncturist. Um, And I am not going to share the name of it because don't fuck around and find out with like again, any type of supplement, but these like Chinese herbs are like very specific to what I'm going through. So, um, just side note, but I take those at night. I take these two sleep aids. I take these three capsules of these Chinese herbs. Those Chinese herbs, again, support my thyroid health, um, which I'm thinking is a piece of all of this, um, but just better sleep. And the way that I have also aided in better sleep, again, episode one of 108 with Shelby Colzer, is the social media at night. I have cut that out. I am using the app Opal to cut that out. And then here's the biggie when it comes to social media in general. I am very conscious that the community that I am around is super important. I'm also very conscious that the consumption of what I'm taking in from the news, from social media, from people I follow greatly impacts my mental health. And so I have put a very firm boundary on my consumption of social media versus my production of social media. And I am very conscious, you know, especially in using this Opal app because At night, I have it so it locks me out from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. No more social media after that time of day. And that's helped me so much with better sleep, reading at night, just like chatting with Zach in bed. Like, it's just so much better. And I'm just also very aware that like I want to produce more on social media that I consume. I have a voice just like you have a voice. I have a story just like you have a story. I'm on a journey of health and healing just like you are. And you know what's so powerful is sharing that experience. I kind of ripped the bandaid off of this opening up about my birth trauma with some trepidation because I didn't want judgment of people being like, well, get the fuck over it, girl. It's been two years ago almost. And I just decided to say screw it. And sharing this journey and sharing that story has been so 
healing on so many levels. It has brought the coolest women into my life. My boot camps, I feel like right now are filled with women who just genuinely are watching my journey. And they're like, Kate, I want to go on this too. Like, what are you doing? Sign me up. And that's really cool to be in that space and to serve them and, and do this alongside of them. So I think for anyone listening to this, when it comes to the social media aspect of a healing journey, guard your energy, guard your energy, stop consuming it so freaking much. Stop scrolling. And what kills me that I'm going to be a true kind of bitch right now. I hate when people are like, I just need to get off social media for my mental health. Okay, great. Do it. And then who's number one on my story views? Hmm. Who do you think? The same people who told me they need to get off social media. They're the ones that I see on my social media watching my stories, liking my posts. And I'm like, if you're doing that for me, you're doing that for other people. Like, don't tell me that you want to get away from this conception mindset or social media is bad for your mental health. And then you're the first one on it. Like take a real hard look at how you consume it versus how you produce it on social media. And when you're a producer on social media, and I don't mean produce like it's fake. I mean, like you're sharing your heart, your story, your journey, whatever. That's massive. That's massive. So in that miscellaneous category is sleep, social media consumption. And then the last thing in there is acupuncture. So I was recommended to go to acupuncture from my pelvic floor specialist um, for a few reasons. One, acupuncture is just so good for you. It stimulates chemicals in your body. You know, when they put it in, it does not hurt just so you know, acupuncture does not hurt. Um, but it reduces swelling. It helps like uh, quiet, unwanted immune responses. It's good for inflammation. It's great for fertility, especially at certain parts of your cycle. Um, and so my PT was like, why don't you just do some acupuncture to like also help with this? That's how I got the recommendation for these Chinese herbs. And then my, the, the place where I go, and I'll tell you where I go for acupuncture. It's fertile ground in Minneapolis. Um, they were, and it is not, covered by insurance. So you will need to pay out of pocket if you go to fertile ground for acupuncture or any of those Chinese herbs. But just so you know, a lot of your insurance will cover acupuncture care. So just again, call your insurance company if you want that covered. Um, But she was the one that also was like, maybe you should get your thyroid checked because when we went through my diet, my stress, my sleep, my, you know, they go through everything with you there. She kind of also said, I think something might be up with your thyroid. So I am to be determined if there is something going on. Um, I've been told that your thyroid can drastically change from pregnancy to postpartum to breastfeeding. And so to me, it's going to be something that I do before I get pregnant here. And then probably after, you know, eventually God willing, the second pregnancy, um, and I'm just interested to see what it says. And again, they haven't gotten back to me, but I'm bugging them. I'm going to bug them till I get an answer. And that's what you need to do too in an advocate for your health journey. And overall, you know, if we're looking at this miscellaneous branch with the sleep, the social media consumption, production, and then the acupuncture, again, these are those things where little tiny things add up and again, advocate for yourself and kind of do something out of the norm. I don't think acupuncture is something most of us do ever. It's not something, and it's, you know, it's not something I'll probably do forever and ever, but in this season that I'm in to support, you know, even the stress part of going to therapy and, you know, the inflammation piece and aiding infertility, like all of those things are just really important to me. And so that's why I'm doing it. All right. That's it. That's it so far. If we look at this health and if we look at this whole healing journey and this rundown, we've got all these pieces that come together. 
And why? Why am I sharing this so openly, so publicly on a podcast? Because I'm not the only one that feels this way. I'm not the only one that has struggled with some sort of trauma or, you know, the entrance to motherhood or postpartum depression or feeling like something is just off. And again, if you can take anything away from this episode, it's to master the baseline of your health, period, because you can't dig deeper into what's going on in your body. And more importantly, I don't believe that you'll be able to follow your intuition because your intuition always knows this is a little woo woo, but it is so true. It's, it's like the mama gut instinct. Like, you know, when you see your kid and they have that certain type of runny nose, you're like, Oh, yep. In three to five business days, we're all going to be sick. That's your mama intuition kicking in. And maybe you can sense that with your child and your kiddos, but can you sense it with yourself? And my guess is if you can't, it's because probably you're a very selfless person and you're giving to everyone, you're giving to work, you're giving to your spouse, you're giving to your children, and you're not taking care of your baseline of health. You can never dig deeper and heal from things that you need to heal or discover things you're good at if you don't have that base level of health down before you dig into other things. And I think a huge reason why this has been an empowering whirlwind of a journey for me and to publicly share it is because I had an awesome baseline level of health going on the past seven years and an event like a birth trauma and delayed acknowledgement of that trauma eventually bit me in the ass to where my mental health wasn't as good. My physical health wasn't as good. I just wasn't as good. I wasn't operating from the space of what I wanted to operate in as a business owner and a wife and a mom and a friend. And it did have to get worse before it got better. I'm not going to sugarcoat that for you. If you have something you need to heal, unaddressed trauma, if you know there's anxiety in your in your heart and your soul and your mind, it might get worse before it get better. It gets better. You might hate doing something like a gut protocol because you're so used to numbing out on food. You might hate going to therapy because you're so used to just plastering on a smile and acting like everything is okay. You might hate going to something like pelvic floor PT because that is intimate and it's you know kind of embarrassing and it's different. But I'm telling you, if you're listening to this, life is way too short to stay stuck. It's way too short to stay feeling unhealthy. And even if you feel good, why not feel great? And this isn't about the imperfection standard. This isn't about the imperfection economy of saying like, oh, you're you're never good enough. You're good enough as is. And your desire to feel better is worthwhile and it's an intuition worth following. So this is where I'm at right now on my journey. I feel like I'm on the precipice of a breakthrough in many ways when it comes to all of these pieces, and I'm excited to see where it's going. And I think the key to this is realizing that when it comes to healing, you cannot heal in isolation. You cannot heal in isolation. I heard this on Jenna Kutcher's podcast when she interviewed her dietitian and That's why I'm sharing this with you because she talked about the fact that people cannot heal in isolation, they heal in communities. And so I just want to tell you today that this journey is difficult to do alone. It really is because people don't heal in isolation and maybe isolation got you where you are right now. 
And so my invitation to to this today is maybe it's make a post about where you're at. Maybe it's make a post that, hey, I'm 10 years postpartum. You know, my kid's 10 years old and I'm finally going to go get therapy for birth trauma. Maybe it's finding community and saying, Kate, I've listened to your podcast for six months. I've never joined a boot camp. It's time for me to do this. Sign me up for gut protocol. Cool. I'll help you out there. Maybe it's talking to joining the small group, like at church or something like that, where you're like, okay, maybe I just need to get into the room with other leaders. Okay. But whatever it is for you, don't do this alone. You can't do it alone. I'm always in your corner. I'm always one DM away if you need something, but I want to encourage you today to go heal with somebody else because you can't be your healthiest self alone. And there's power and community and doing this kind of stuff alongside other people. And I just want you to feel empowered today that it's never too late to change your story. With that, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for having, you know, this journey of probably the two most TMI episodes I've ever put out there. But I feel like, you know, the Kate take we're a little fam bam. And this is like chatting with your girlfriends. And so if we can't talk about it here, where else can we talk about it? So I love you. I'm proud of you. I'm rooting for you. I'm cheering for you. If you need some support, some help, if you want some diver deeping discussion, shoot me a DM. I'm always open to that. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please tag me on social media or shoot me a message. You guys have literally no idea how much that means to me when I know that what I'm putting out here for you is valuable. Um, Because if I don't hear from anyone, it's like, oh shit, should I just stop this podcast? Like, I don't know if people really care about it, but every time I get a message from one of you that tells me um, how much this has helped you, it really, truly motivates me to keep searching for the best guests for you and all of that goodness. So I will link these um, things I've been using in the show notes. I will continue to share my journey on social media over at Kate Brown. If you want to follow me over there, I'm also sharing a lot of stuff on TikTok um, and that is Kate Brown underscore. So I love you. I'm proud of you. I will see you next week and you've got this. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.